Welcome to Single Moms Unfolded. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Kelly Vieira. This is a podcast for single moms created by a single mom to help single moms. This is our safe space to love, to connect, and grow together. and welcome to Single Moms Unfolded. I'm your host, Kelly Vieira, and today we are lucky enough to have my dear friend and love and relationships expert and coach, Olga Kaplan. Welcome, Olga. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Kelly. It's a pleasure and honor to be on your podcast. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. So tell us how you became a love and relationship coach. How does this happen? Oh, great question. It happened because I made way too many mistakes in my relationships. I hear that. (laughs) In many relationships. Yes. And uh, things don't happen because something works out. Things happen when a life doesn't work out and uh, it gets painful. And then, uh, well, my journey was uh, after my divorce, uh, I was married for 12 years and I was in that relationship for 17 years. Mm. And uh, when I got married, I was 22. And when I got into that relationship, I was 17. I had no clue how to do relationships. Mm -hmm. And more than that, I had no role models to look at how to do healthy relationships. And I I was just like trying to figure shit out as I went. And many times it didn't work out. And uh, well, many things happened. And in the end, when divorce did happen, I decided that I'm not going to do it this way again. I'm going to get some work done. First of all, on myself, who am I? What do I want? What do I value? What Mm -hmm. is my life all about? So after this dark night of the soul, so to speak, and that was a really painful time for me, but it allowed me to embark on this journey of personal growth and transformation. And for that, uh, I'm eternally grateful that I took on this path. Absolutely. So let's go back a little bit. So what were your biggest struggles when you're getting out of this marriage and you're out or what were your biggest struggles? What were like the things that you would do the hardest part? The the hardest part also, the, okay, so this is what I did struggle a lot with. Like the society puts so much value on being in partnership and being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of truth to that. When you are in a beautiful, thriving relationship, it does allow you to magnify the goodness of your life. And at the same time, when you are in a crappy relationship, it's actually toxic for you, for your body, for your immune system, like you get sick. So being a rela- in a relationship is not something to aspire to. It's 
being in a healthy relationship. So struggling, like, am I single? Am I not worthy? Am I not good enough? Am I lovable? Am I desirable? It's like so many questions. And these are wrong questions. When I'm, for example, when I'm asking myself, what's wrong with me? I'm not in a relationship. This is a wrong question to ask. Agreed. The yes. question to ask is, who am I? What do I value? And what's important to me? And what do I want to create? This is a question. So after my divorce, the journey was about to meet myself again, to discover who the hell I am. Right, what right. am I? And who am I outside of that relationship that's no longer alive? Who am I? And I, to be very honest, I lost myself in that relationship. And yes. to recover and heal on so many different levels, on the body level. And um, this is what I tell uh, women many times to remember. Even though in, in your mind, you know that the relationship was not good for you. In your mind, it, it's very clear to you that it was not the right fit. It wasn't healthy. At the same time, your body might still experience grief. It's grieving the closeness or grieving the, the companionship, grieving the partnership, whatever that was like. We are like animals. We are getting attached. So we uh, produce certain hormones like bonding hormones. So it doesn't matter like it's, it's a good match or a bad match. When you are together, when you live together, you do create this bond an attachment to that person. It's impossible to do without it. You, you should be like a sociopath not to develop that. So like knowing this was a good choice to leave the relationship and to end the relationship. And at the same time, allow your body to grieve and feel sadness. And it's like, sometimes it felt like I'm missing that person. Right. right. So, and I think that's big. Because a lot of moms, they'll go from one relationship and they're like, I just want somebody to hold me. And I just, like another warm body. I want somebody to give me a hug at the end of the day and to feel that closeness. And that's funny that you, it's like a different section of grieving. I know this marriage didn't work, but I miss having that, that, yeah. And that's a great, that we're like animals. And I love that. Yes. We want yeah. another warm body next to us. It's totally normal. Yes. Right. And right. Because now you know better, or you, at least like you are trying to educate yourself or expand your awareness and see like what worked for you, what didn't work for you to be discerning whose warm body is going to be right. you. It's like get a dog, right? Get a, get a pet if you're not ready. Yes. yes. So it's so important to take that time and listen, it's, it's not... Uh, the solution to jump from one relationship into a different relationship, because there is a saying, wherever, you, wherever, wherever you go, there you are. You bring yourself and you bring your baggage and you bring mm -hmm. your unresolved things with yeah. you. So the same patterns, unless you worked on them, the same patterns will 
be created in the next relationship. So as much as you're craving and yearning to have that warm body next to you right away, it's important to take that time for yourself and to rediscover who the heck you are. And right. to be very honest, uh, and I promise you, once you embark on that journey, you'll be delighted. It's going to take some time and work and effort, but you will be delighted who you are and you will be surprised once you allow yourself to embrace without judgment and without somebody else restricting you, you will be able to embrace so many facets of your own self. It's wow. going to be a surprise and delightful surprise, I promise you. Wow, we all want that. So let's go back for a little bit. So when you figured out that your marriage wasn't working and you you were trying to find yourself again, like what what are your first steps and like what's going through your mind? What how did you start this? Right, because you didn't just say, okay, I know I need to do all this stuff. You had to yeah. figure it out. Yes. And be before I even go into that, so like know that you're not alone. And for me, that was important to lean in into my friends or remember we had that conversation in my love bubble and love bubble. This is your support system. This is I your love the love bubble. The love bubble. Love the love yes, bubble. yes, because love is not limited to just your partner. Love is everywhere as long as you are allowing it and you are open to receive it. So no who is your army of supporters? These are your friends, probably your therapist, maybe your parents, maybe your colleagues, just know people that you can lean into and know that you are loved and accepted and supported. So this is the first step. Know that you're not alone, even though this one person that you put so much attention and weight onto is no longer in the partnership with you, you are still lovable, you are still supported, and life goes on. So, and first, don't try to rush into the next stage. There is a saying between no longer and not yet. So this is a very sacred place to be. No and longer and not yet. Between no longer and not yet. It's like, and one of my um, mentors, uh, she supported me with this. It's like, it's not about identifying that you are single and with all like judgment that comes with it. It's mm -hmm. if being in a relationship, one of your core values, then identify I'm in between relationships. And this is such a beautiful, healthy, sacred space to be. And then mm -hmm. slow down, slow down. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. And I, and I know like, because I've been there and I know like the, on the other side, that's so beautiful and there's so much empowerment and being in that place could be uncomfortable in the yes. beginning and yes. allowing yourself to lean into your love bubble and take small steps towards yourself, like welcoming yourself home. 
what <laughs> home do you build for yourself? Like how unconditionally loving are you of yourself? So maybe this is the first time you actually have space mm-hmm. for yourself yeah. and to, yeah, to, to inquire who am I and maybe who I am that I entered that relationship that ended like it was one person, but now after everything uh, I've been through and after all these experiences, I'm a completely different person. That's why many relationships end that because when people meet, of course, there's some kind of attraction and interest and all of that. And then the most important thing in the relationship is growth. Right. If we are not growing, we are dying. We think we will stay in place. And this is not true. Like they're like, look at nature. Nothing stays still. Everything is always evolving so so there is saying uh change is inevitable progress Mm -hmm. is not so Mm. you're gonna be changing and whether with that change you will be growing it's up to you so recognizing that you are a different person and give yourself that honor of getting to know yourself on as many levels as possible, as deep as you can go. I absolutely uh, recommend hiring a therapist or a coach to support you on that journey because many times you need handholding. Yes. It's, it's like you're learning how to make those steps again and you need some very steady support. And right. sometimes you're going to break down and sometimes you're going to be a hot mess and you're going to be years <laughs> and it's all okay. It's all part of it. Right. But yeah. And I think that's beautiful that you're in between relationships and you're growing because I feel like when single moms come out of it, they feel a, they feel like I have baggage, you know, no one's going to want me with this baggage. You know, I have children, you know, they're your world. You feel like, you know, and then that's part of it, right? These children are my world. So now that I'm not a wife or in a relationship, who am I? I'm just a mom and, you know, and you do, you totally lose yourself. And it's, it's to get a new identity and figure that out. To even though you need to do that is really, you know, a challenge. Yes, yes, so true. What is your identity? Because if you're always identifying, uh, or up until now, you've been identifying yourself as a mom, as a wife. So who are you besides that? And how do you build what is true for you? And here, that's a completely different exploration because children will grow up yes it's inevitable (laughs) so actually this is doing the work uh we speak many times about empty nesters many relationships end when children grow up and they leave the nest and then the couple who probably stay together because of the children Mm -hmm. and they outgrown of the relationship themselves they find that there is nothing in common between them so 
you're going to deal with that either way. You're going to deal with that either when you are here dealing with uh, your divorce or you're going to deal with that when your children grow up. Mm-hmm. So it's the it's like a generous invitation to yourself to start dealing with this now, to start asking that question now. Who am I besides all these roles that I'm traditionally playing? Right. So how? what is the first step? We should ask ourselves who we are and just kind of listen to who we are and just kind of go what from there. Like? Yeah, what do I like? What do I love? I will share for me that uh, with my ex-husband, so we've been very passionate about traveling and uh, exploring different cultures and uh, Tantra and yoga and all of those things. And I was so much lost in that relationship. So after we got divorced and I was on this journey of reconnecting with who I truly am, I had to revisit many places and ask myself, is it mine? Is it what I like? Is, is, is it truly passionate, uh, for, passionate for me? Or did I do that because I was part of the relationship? So it, it happened with trails. Like I had to go to Paris again and see, do I really like it? It turned out I do. I, I, I went to Rome again. I started doing Tantra again and figuring out where am I like true to myself? Is it mine? And it's okay to release some things. Some things were not mine and that's totally fine. And that's, that's a process that gets to happen. So when you go into the next relationship, you know who you are. And you might discover things that you never explored in your previous relationship. And again, many times we, we try to uh, kind of pl- not please the partner. Pleasing partner when you're trying to please, like, or, or, like do good things for your partner, that's wonderful. But we're trying to kind of minimize ourselves, to make us small, just not to disturb or not to cause any uh, feather ruffles. On the other end, so we, we don't allow ourselves to go full force and spread our wings fully. So being in that no space between no longer and not yet is the um, opportunity to really go into the fullness of who you are. I love that. I love that. I know when I was in my relationship, my ex was in the public eye, you know, he was the politics and different things. And I kind of just hung back and went wherever we had to go to a dinner or a party or whatever. I just hung back. And then at the end, I was like, wow, I have all this free time, you know, and I had to fill it up. So it it is interesting. I think we do shrink ourselves in an unhealthy relationship, you know, because we want to be loved and liked and valued. And, you know, we want to build that other person up. We don't realize we're kind of pushing ourselves down. Yes. yes. That's amazing. So how do we get through like day to day stuff? So we want to be confident. We want to feel good about ourselves. What are some like 
you know, strategies we can use because I can get up, you know, and be like, okay, I'm feeling lonely today. How did this lonely single mom feel? Okay. You know, my kids are with their other parent and I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, I'm just lonely. You know, I used to wait till my daughter got home. I would like plan. We're going to have a tea party. We're going to do this. So I bought special this and all these elaborate plans, you know, because I had nothing else in my life. So yes. what do you think? How can we do Sounds- so familiar yes and first of all establish some kind of body movement practice be it yoga be it breath like breath work be it like going on a run when you move your body your emotions move through and once you have this as non-negotiable, it doesn't need to be like, we call it a workout. We have to go to the gym. No, like don't call it a workout, call it your ritual. So mm-hmm. 10 minutes in the morning, stretch your body, maybe do some light weights or some kind of bands just to get into your body because your emotional strength lies in a healthy body. This like, or even dancing, you know what dance parties, like screw that. I'm going to put on this song that I cry to, and I'm going to let myself lose. I'm going to cry like there is no tomorrow. And then I'm going to laugh. We just, uh, I was with my girlfriends the other weekend and we did this exercise intentionally. So we did one song of anger, one song of sadness and one song of joy, like three songs it takes, right? So once you love that anger and maybe take like some like uh, paper and rip it to pieces, rip it to shreds or like a garbage bag or something that you can break, like that's a healthy release and dance, dance that anger, let it run through you or punch some pillows or stomp your feet or scream, allow these, probably there's a lot of dormant, uh, emotions are still in you and letting them lose letting them uh out and like through your body and so you can move to the next one and next one sadness and it's okay to feel sadness and it's so easy once we move that anger underneath it there is sadness and cry and and weep and like go fully allow yourself to really feel and then after that joy because when it moved through without any story attached to that it's really emptying this space for newness to come in and joy and bliss will be there waiting for you on the other side once you move through your anger, once you move through your sadness without being stuck there. And the only way to get stuck there is to get this story attached to that. What's wrong with me? I'm not lovable. I'm not desirable. I'm going to be lonely forever. Screw that. Right. You get stuck in that victimhood. Yeah, we don't. Let, let it let it run through you as well. Like, don't get attached to that because if if we didn't have the mind, and I love the saying, don't uh, the mind is a brilliant servant but a terrible master. So when the mind mm. serves you, when you're in control and you tell your mind what to do to get creative, to find solutions. The mind will do that for you. But 
if the mind runs the show, if the mind is telling you that you are not worthy, you are not lovable, it's 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 not a good scenario. So become the master like before those even thoughts get flooded in the morning move your body move your body jump like move, move it and then you will see that at the end of that movement session it could be five minutes it could be 10 minutes like whatever you can squeeze in even like three minutes one song that is plenty it's better than nothing so put, a, put some music on and let it rip and you will feel the difference. You will feel the difference in your body. When when you're out of breath, dancing and jumping, like it's impossible to be in those crappy thoughts. Right, right. You feel you cannot well. be in both places at the same time. You cannot be in blissful, elated with deep breath state and in a crappy gloom and doom state. It's they they just cancel each other. Right. So you're like starting your day, getting into state by movement, whether you use the songs or whether you just say, I'm going to do yoga or go for a jog, you're still getting the, the body moving and changing your state and starting like, ah, okay, I, I'm ready for today. Yes. Oh, yes. that's wonderful. Yes. So yes. Olga, if you could give one piece of advice to single moms, what would you tell us? No. <sighs> <laughs> That you are brilliant, magnificent. There is so much goodness about you, and you will be delighted when you really, really discover or rediscover who you truly are. Just have the faith and do one step at a time, one day at a time. Set yourself to win every day in the morning. Just, I'm going to be the author of my day today. What would I like it to be? And move your body and nourish yourself with good food, with hydration. Just lean in to those practices that support your well-being. And step by step by step by step, you will find yourself in a completely different place. I promise you. It's going to be worth a while. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So, Olga, how can we get a hold of you? If some of these single moms want all this expertise, how can we get a hold of you? I'm here on Instagram at Olga Kaplan Coaching. Uh, DM me, find me, follow me, and let's connect. And I would love to support you. I have a program for uh, women that is called The Vital You, how to bring vitality in every area of your life. So that's exciting. And please, I'm happy to support and answer all your questions. Reach out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. We learned so much from you today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for having me, Kelly. We want to thank you for tuning in today. Every Thursday, there'll be new episodes. So definitely check back. In the meantime, feel free to follow us on Facebook at my happy place and instagram at my happy place for life that was with the number four remember you're smart you're beautiful and you got this see you soon